We now join the Apostle and Prophet Ministry with Pastor Ron Boy coming to you from Dunbar Township. Come and listen in to a radio station where the mighty host of heaven sing. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. If you want to hear the songs of Zion coming from the land of endless spring, get in touch with God. Turn your radio on. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Brother Ronnie Boyd coming to you again today with the Apostle and Prophet Ministry. And today, we want to talk about hearing the voice of God. And also, we're going to have a song here in just a little bit from Sister Jill Haller. She wrote this song, Victory Cometh in the Morning. So t stay tuned. We've got some good things coming up here. Before we have that song from Sister Jill, there's a portion of scripture I want to read. It's found in the third chapter of Genesis about verse 8. And it reads like this. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to me, or with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. We want to talk today in just a little bit about that voice. And see, a lot of people don't think that God speaks to people today, but I believe he still speaks to people. And we're going to look at the Word of God here in just a little bit. But first, we're going to hear the song from Sister Jill. She wrote the song. And one phrase in this song says she heard the voice of God. So as we... After we hear the song, then we're going to get into the Word of God here.
right. The song said, I heard a voice from heaven, and he spoke so tenderly. So many people today are missing the mark because they can't hear God. There's too many voices today, too much noise, too many things crowding our life. We don't have time to even try to listen to God. And I think how sad that it is that many preachers today aren't in touch with God. All they might sit down with the Bible and, and go through there and try to put a message together uh, with their wisdom, but that doesn't mean that they're hearing from God. How could they? So many of them are so caught up in their free time. There, You might find them at a football game or wrestling match someplace. Uh, how could they hear God's voice with all that noise going on? But I believe God wants to speak to his people today. If we could just find some time to get alone with him where we could hear his voice, I believe he'll still speak with us today. Now, many people don't believe that God speaks today. But uh, I'd like to go to the book of Hebrews real quick here, for, uh, fourth chapter, and look at verse 7. And this is what the scripture says. Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying today, in, in David, today, after so long a time as it is said, today, if you will hear his voice and harden not your hearts. Now, let's read it again. Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, today, after so long a time, as it is said, today, if you will hear his voice and harden not your hearts. So there was a day set aside that God wanted you to hear his voice. In the 13th chapter, or 12th chapter, I'm sorry, of Hebrews, it reads like this. Whose voice then shook the earth. But now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. Now let's drop back to the previous verse. Uh, well, let's look at verse 24, so you can get the whole picture then. I'm talking about a day that God wants to speak to his people. And to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that you refuse not him that speaketh, for if they escape not who refuse him that spake on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. Now, it looks to me like the Scripture is instructing us that we are to hear something from heaven. I think about so many times in the Word of God the examples that we've seen where God spoke and how that in some cases the people missed it. And you say, well, uh, if God really wanted me to hear, He'd speak loud enough. And, well, people still missed it. You, if you went over to the 12th chapter of the book of John, the Gospel of John, I thought that was always interesting where Jesus has been doing some teaching. And uh, in verse 28 of that 12th chapter, he reads read something like this, Father, glorify thy name. Then came there a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it, and I will glorify it again. Now watch the reaction of the people. Now watch this, verse 29. The people, therefore, that stood by and heard it said that it thundered. Others said, an angel spoke to him. And Jesus answered and said, This voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. Now is the judgment of the world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. And if I, 
I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. So we find that whenever the, the voice spoke so loud, they some still missed it. They thought that it thundered and things like that. And it's just like today, if God would speak that loud, people would still miss it. They would make decisions on what they thought it was. And today, you know, you have so many other things. They might say, well, I believe maybe it was a jet plane went over and, and uh, broke the sound barrier. Or it could be anything like that. They wouldn't want to acknowledge. They wouldn't want to believe. That it would be so hard for somebody to believe that God would speak today. And yet, this is the day of the Lord. That's what we're living in, the day of salvation. That's what uh, David was speaking about when he wrote that uh, by the influence of the Spirit that uh, there was a day of salvation coming when God was going to speak to his people. And yet Bible uh, teaches that, but yet people wouldn't believe it. Oh, no, there's no such thing today. Why, no, sir, we have the written word. And God don't speak to anybody today. And uh, those was apostolic gifts, and there's no such thing today. You hear that all the time. But I still believe that the Holy Ghost, which is God himself, can speak to individuals today. And I believe if it's necessary, he can even speak in an audible voice where they can hear that voice. And I, I believe that. And I know many times in service, the Spirit of God begins to move upon somebody. Now, it's not that individual speaking. On the day of Pentecost, if you read that closely, it wasn't something that they thought up. When they began to speak in other tongues, the Bible said they spake in other tongues as the Spirit of God or as the Spirit gave the utterance. And it was not them, but the Spirit of God that was doing the speaking. And that hasn't changed. Oh, now that's, a, that's an apostolic... Uh, uh, gift there and that doesn't exist today I hear that all the time and yet I know better I can see where God put it in the church but I never found where he took it out of the church and yes we do have the written word but let me call your attention to something right here we just read to you out of the book of John I want to read uh, another example uh, to you uh, it's whenever Jesus was being baptized and we find this in the third chapter uh, of the book of of Matthew and the scripture reads like this and Jesus when he was baptized went up straightway out of the water and lo the heavens were open unto him and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him and lo a voice from heaven saying this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Now I want to call your attention to something. You say, well, we don't need that voice today because we have the written word. And there is now those apostolic gifts today. Why God wouldn't speak from heaven today. All right, now watch this. You say that if we have the written word, then we don't have to have uh, the speaking in tongues or the manifestation of the Spirit or God speaking to us uh, today, even if it be uh, needful, directly from heaven. Now nah, we don't need that today. We have the written word. That's what you keep hearing. All right. Now, this happened at a time when they had the written word. Did they have? Yes, it happened at a time when they had the written word. Now, let's look and see if that's true. Let's go to the fifth chapter of the Gospel of John. 
And Jesus, again, is doing the speaking, and I want you to hear what he says to the people of his hour. Now, they might not have had the letters from the Apostle Paul and things like that, but they had the written word. And Jesus makes this statement to those people of that hour. This was after that he had been baptized, after that voice had spoken, and, and yet before the 12th chapter, when the voice speaks again. So it's right in the, between these two incidents. And listen to what he said. In verse 39 of this fifth chapter, he said, Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. So they had scripture. At that time, they had the scripture. They had writings. Why did they have to have uh, this incident of the voice coming from heaven. And why it was not Nebo, it should not have been, why they had the written word. That's the kind of things that I hear today. And all these statements are because of unbelief. But I'll tell you what, God still spoke even when they had the written word at that hour, God still spoke. And then on the day of Pentecost, they already had these scriptures. Why was it needful? Then on the day of Pentecost for the Spirit to speak and give them utterance at the upper room that day. And there was people from about 17 different nations, if I remember right, but it was from every nation under heaven, devout Jews. And uh, the Bible said they all heard them speak in their own tongue. Now, who was doing the speaking? It might have been God using the vehicle of those individuals, but it was the Spirit of God that was giving the utterance. It shouldn't have been needful why they had the written word. You keep hearing that. But I want you to know that it was needful because God, even though there is a written word, he still can speak and he still does speak unto his people. But most people are so caught up watching their television program and they wouldn't hear God if he was trying to speak. Or at the ball game, there's so much noise. How could they hear God if he was trying to speak? Or... Uh, some of the other places and things that they do and run to. And some of them are uh, in their own mind, their uh, own flesh is crying out so loud, how could they hear anything? Uh, giving them direction and the flesh telling them what to do. They're not walking after the spirit. They're walking after the flesh, fulfilling the lust of the flesh. That's what's going on in this world today. How could they hear God? But today, if you will hear his voice and harden not your heart, and again, he said, uh, see that you refuse not him that speaketh. Brother, it's important. We see what happened to Israel. Back to that fourth chapter of Hebrews, we see something else there. And it says, let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Now, we that have understanding, revelation from God, we know what that rest is. That's not talking about on Sunday, uh, abstaining from work on Sunday. That's not what it's talking about at all. What it's talking about is entering in to the Holy Ghost. That's where we find our rest from the works of the flesh. We do enter into his rest, and we rest in the promise of God. That's the Holy Ghost. For unto us, the Bible said, was the gospel preached as well as unto them. Now, who's that them? Them are the Old Testament saints. Those are Israel. That was representing Israel. And we'll go back there in just a minute. And, and show you what Israel did. All right? He said, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. 
But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Now, the reason that they did not receive faith was whenever they heard the word, they rejected it and didn't want to hear it no more. So then how could faith come alive in their heart? In Romans 10, 17, it says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. And then it went on to say, how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except he be sent? So then if we're going to receive faith, we're going to have to listen to that voice. Today, if you will hear his voice and harden not your heart. Now, my attention is called back to uh, the book of Exodus. In the 20th chapter of the book of Exodus, we know that God had called Moses up on the mount and began to deal with him, speak with him, and the people was there at the base of the mount. They could see and hear what was going on. And whenever that the people began to see what was happening, in the 18th verse of this 20th chapter, it says, And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the voice of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off, trying to get away from it. And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. When they made that statement, it was the beginning of something that displeased God very much. And by the time we get over to the 32nd chapter of Exodus and then the 33rd, we find out that they had already uh, asked Aaron and wanted Aaron to make gods to go before them. See, they had already rejected the word of God. We don't want to hear God no more. Now, Moses, you speak to us, we'll listen, but it scared them. They didn't want to hear God no more. And uh, so, therefore, they was rejecting. They didn't realize they was rejecting the word of God. And so Moses had went back upon the mountain here in the 32nd chapter of Exodus, and the people already make us a God. They wanted a God to go before them. And uh, God got very, very angry, sent Moses back down uh, from the mountain to the people, and Moses... Uh, went down and told the people, you have sinned a great sin, and and uh, I'm going to go back up, and maybe pre-adventure I will make an atonement for your sin. I'll see if I can't work something out with God, because God was upset. And uh, Moses tells God, he said, look, if, if you're not going to forgive them, he said, block my name out of your book, because God wanted to, he, he was at the point, uh, ready to destroy them all, and just raise up seed to Moses. And, and Moses pleaded for them and said, now, if you're going to blot their name out, blot my name out of your book. And finally God spoke and, and said, all right. He said uh, he, he would go with them. Uh, first, he wasn't going to go. And uh, uh, then he said he would go with them. And, uh, but the one thing that stood out to me in the story, if you read the whole thing, if you want to read 32 and 33 of Exodus, uh, God deciding what he was going to do to him, he said, get Take off all your ornaments. Get them all off and just wait till I decide what I'm going to do. In other words, he wanted them to humble themselves because they had rejected his word. But as we continue on in the word of God, we find out that they never did enter into the rest of God because they never was able to take on that faith that was necessary. And the reason they couldn't get the faith was because they had already refused to hear the word. And brother, today... 
I see that you refuse not him that speaketh today because they refused him that spoke on earth. How much more if we refuse him that speaketh from heaven? Now, I see many examples in the Word of God of God speaking to his people. I remember the uh, story of the Apostle Paul. It's found in the ninth chapter of the book of Acts, if you want to go there. And it's time. Paul has been chosen by God, and it's time for God to use him. So he sees a bright light, shines out of heaven, and uh, in the men that was with him, and they all fell to the earth, the Bible said. And uh, then all of a sudden, the Apostle Paul, whose name was Saul at the time, uh, Saul of Tarsus, uh, heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he answered, Who art thou, Lord? And he said unto me, I am Jesus. And uh, then he gave him more instruction. And, but he went, in verse 9 here he said, And they that were with me saw indeed the light and were afraid, but they heard not the voice of him that spake to me. Now they didn't even hear the voice. Paul heard the voice. They didn't. The only voice they heard was Paul's voice speaking, and they wondered who he was talking to because they didn't see no man. And here's Paul talking to somebody, but they didn't hear the voice that spoke to Paul. And then we find Philip, after that great revival down there in Samaria, the Spirit of the Lord uh, deals with him. The angel of the Lord told him, uh, spoke to him, told him to go out into the desert. And uh, he did that, and God did a wonderful work there because that he heard the voice. Now they had, like I say, at this time they might not have had uh, the, we call New Testament yet, but they had the scripture, they had the written word, and Jesus testified to that. And yet, God was speaking to those men right from heaven, sending his angel, speaking by the Holy Ghost. They was hearing something. It wasn't just in their mind. They was actually hearing something. And whenever that they heard the voice, they would obey the voice, knew what to do, and God was directing, and God was confirming, God was going with them, because they was in a place and they was ready to hear the voice of him that spake from heaven. Today, if you will hear his voice and harden not your heart, you know what? Jesus will save you. He'll come in. He'll work with you. You can learn things. He'll give you revelation. And I still remember in the word of God how that Peter got the revelation of who Jesus really was and uh, the Matthew, the 16th chapter, and I remember the story how he said, flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, Peter, but my Father which is in heaven. I still believe that the, my Father which is in heaven can send revelation today. I still believe that. Hebrews, the first chapter in verse 1, it says this, God who in sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto our fathers by the prophet, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son. Now, Whenever that Jesus was here in the place, that was God speaking. And yet they had the written word. And whenever that he left and turned it over to his apostles, they began to go out. And I want you to know it was still God speaking through them because Peter said that they had preached the gospel with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven. And again, the apostle Paul writes, and he says it like this. He said, the things that I write unto you, they are the commandments of the Lord. I'd like to hear uh, for you to hear something from the Word of God, I'm not making these things up. This is right from the Word of God. And it's found in the third chapter of Galatians. And we'll start reading about verse 8. 
And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. I'll see your time's going again. See you next week, same time, same station with the Apostle and Prophet Ministry. Listening to the Apostle and Prophet Ministry with Pastor Ron Boyd and